0: And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers.
1: Hey, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Jacob Ayers. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm so glad you're here today with us. Today's guest is Belen Caballero, better known as Belen the Builder on Instagram. That's how I came across her. I'm really excited to talk with her today about her journey into real estate investing. She is actually investing in my home state of Oklahoma, one of the few out there. So Belen, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today.
2: Thank you, Jacob, for having me. I know we've talked a little bit here and there on Instagram, but I'm happy to finally meet you sort of in person, but yeah,
1: is in person it gets these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Belen, tell us a little bit about who you are, your background, your journey into the real estate investing world, all that good stuff. Yeah,
2: of course. So I always start with, I got into real estate because my husband said it was cool. (laughs) Um, So it's just kind of like, right? It is cool. I like it now, right? So I actually was raised in Mexico. I came to the States when I was about nine years old. I was like, oh, cool. We're moving to a new place. I didn't know anything. I didn't know English. I had to like learn from scratch. And it was a fun adventure, right? Like I've always been a yes girl. So I've always taken the new opportunities as an adventure. And so I was definitely excited about being in a different country, learning a new language. Fast forward to high school, I started hanging out with the Cholitos, the Cholitas. And then I was like, uh, I want to go to college.
1: I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> gangsters. The... <laughs> Not the people that you would call nerds, Right. So not on
1: the path to financial independence, I would say,
2: not the people on that path. Right. So then I was sitting in a Spanish class because, you know, I was like, I'll take Spanish because I know Spanish. And I realized that I wanted to go to college because I was like, my parents brought me to the States for a better life, a better future. So I stopped hanging out with the gangsters. Right. And I started hanging out with the nerds, quote unquote, which, you know, one of them has been my best friend since, and she's still my best friend. So I love her. Shout out to Natalie. But Anyways, I realized that I wanted to go to college. I applied myself. I got, you know, straight A's, valid Victorian when I graduated. And I got into UCI, the University of California, Irvine. And I was like, I want to be a probation officer. So I wanted to get into law enforcement. I made it all the way to corrections officer when I met my husband. So fun fact, I met him through Tinder. (laughs) He proposed four months later. But so through him, I was exposed to real estate. So he was in this journey to start investing. He was in the process of acquiring his first triplex. And he actually said, hey, babe, do you want to move into one of the houses? And I was like, sure. So I started paying him rent. (laughs) And then he proposed like two months later. So I like to joke that I bought my own engagement ring. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so then... After being in that triplex, we ended up house hacking it for two years and we had like invested all of the money that him and I have saved up in this triplex where we had no more money to hire stuff out. So that's when I picked up a drill and I was like, all right, let me help you out. So I ended up helping him, my husband, rehab the unit we were in. We finished that. Then I ended up rehabbing a second one. And that's when I was like, I'm going to move to Oklahoma. But in between those two houses that I rehabbed in California, we started investing out of state here in Oklahoma. We went through one general contractor. We went through a second general contractor. And I felt a little bit more confident in the rehabs that I was doing. And because we weren't able to get a good general contractor that we could trust while we were a thousand and something miles away, that's when my husband and I decided for me to go full-time real estate investor, move to Oklahoma. And I've been here for over a year now. It was supposed to be a journey of about three months (laughs) and it's turned into indefinite. So I've been here since. And the idea is for my husband to eventually transfer his W-2 over to Oklahoma and then for us to continue our real estate journey here. And that's my journey.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Journey's taking you from Mexico to Southern California to Oklahoma. Probably not a straight line and progression like you might have imagined from the early days, but here you are. i have to ask, do you look at your transition to Oklahoma as like a sacrifice or is it more of an opportunity? Because I can't imagine there are a lot of people sitting in Southern California right now thinking, I'd really love to go sit in a rent house and tear it down to the studs and Ponca City, Oklahoma, right? So what's your take?
2: (laughs) So... My husband actually suggested it when we were, I don't know, I think we were like a year into investing. And I was like, You're crazy. Why would I move to Oklahoma and leave you? So I was like, You're crazy. And then a year later, so a year ago, I was like, you know what? It actually makes sense. I should move to Oklahoma. And, you know, it'll just be to build a team and to have a solid team, build those relationships. So I saw it as like a business opportunity, right? So I was like, I'll go there for a couple months. We'll build a team and then I'll move back. It's just a couple months. People do it all the time. We'll be fine. And then a couple months again turned into a year. And I've honestly have enjoyed my time here. I haven't had any like bad anything to say about Oklahoma. And so that's why it turned from three months to a year. And now it's an indefinite thing because it's been a great journey. Like I've learned so much. I've been exposed to so much different cultures out here. Cause I was like in this little area where like I was exposed to a lot of Hispanics. Now I'm exposed to like a lot of other, you know, like white people and other stuff. And it's like, dude, there's so much to the world in just California and California is very diverse, but it's just like, people tend to like be in these little groups and like, just stick with that group. And it's like, you're not really diverse if you're just sticking to your own people and like not venturing out. And so for me, it was an opportunity to kind of diversify myself. And I've been able to travel to different states around Oklahoma and I've enjoyed the different cultures, the food, the alcohol that they have, you know, because who doesn't like drinking? So <laughs> it's honestly, it's been a great adventure. If I had the chance to do it again, I would do it again.
1: You definitely are a yes woman. Yeah. <laughs> blend. You can tell that from just your uh, tone and everything. Let's talk about. You know, you guys had that triplex doing a house act. That's pretty standard, straight, normal in the real estate world, straightforward, that is. But then you go out of the box, you're going to invest out of state. How did that progression happen? Why Oklahoma? What was going on in your guys' mind? Tell us about that transition.
2: Yeah, of course. So we started with the first, rehabbing the first unit in this triplex, and we were actually talking to one of my husband's marine buddies. And the both of them were like, oh, you know what? Let's try investing together. And, you know, we should pick an area that's not so expensive because California is very expensive. And even three years ago, it was still pretty pricey. And so then I was like, well, why not Oklahoma? My actually past in the past. My dad and his sister used to live out in Poles Valley or Paul's Valley, however you say it.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have some property near yeah. there.
2: So I grew up knowing of Oklahoma. My dad was like, yeah, I used to live there and da, da, da. And so I mentioned to my husband and his buddy, like, why not Oklahoma? And then that's when his buddy said, oh, you know what? Actually, I have a cousin in Ponca City and there's this refinery there, which means there's Mm -hmm. contractors coming in, which means the rental market should be good. And so then we started looking into Ponca City and we realized that there's not a lot of rentals and the rentals that are out there are not that nice. <laughs> so, we were like there's not a lot of competition in terms of like if we want to have a rental and we want to rent it out quickly, we could. And that's honestly it has been that way like it's been very easy in a sense to put up a house for rent and it gets rented out within 2 weeks. So, we haven't had any issues in the the two and a half years that we've been out here or 3 years with any vacancies like we just haven't had any issues with that and so it's been wonderful but that's kind of like what got us into trying to invest into oklahoma so my husband then got in contact with a realtor out here through bigger pockets and he was like you know what yeah this is the area you should try to look at my husband looked at it we found a house and he actually flew to oklahoma to meet our realtor and to see the house in person And then that's where we started to build that relationship with our realtor, who later became our property manager. So he's like all-in-one type of person. He has all the connections. I mean, you know, Oklahoma, small towns, it's all about with your mouth. (laughs) It's who you know and who do you connect with. So it's not like the typical, oh, you know, put your house on apartments.com and see who wants it in. It's, oh, do you know somebody that knows somebody that needs a house to rent?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's small town, yeah. right? So everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So
2: that's kind of like what our experience has been. And so it's been since then, we ended up having that one house. Side note, the partner ended up not becoming a partner. But then my husband and I decided to just continue investing in Ponca City. And after our first one, it took us about eight months before we got our second one under contract. A little bit over eight months, actually. And then the second one turned into four more, and then it turned into three more. So it just kind of escalated after that. So it's been fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you're probably best known, Belen, for your DIY content. That's how I found you on Instagram. You're always posting all kinds of cool videos, rehab videos, demo videos, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, and matter of fact, you're sitting in one of your projects right now, right? Yes, uh, you know, you've got construction going on. So if you're, Hammers in the background. Just another day in the office for you.
2: (laughs) I know. I can hear the saw right now. I'm like, it's because we're cutting baseboards. I think we, (laughs) but I'm here and he's there. So
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your business model. So you decided you're going to narrow in on this market out of state. You identified some qualitative and quantitative features about Ponca City and Oklahoma specifically that you liked. Now you go out, you buy a single family house. Are you flipping these properties? Are you wholesaling them? Are you keeping and renting them out? Tell us about your business model. Yeah, of
2: course. So we wanted the long-term rentals, right? We wanted the generational wealth. So we've always only have done long-term rentals. We do have one Airbnb, but that's another story I can mention later. But it's all like long-term rentals. Yeah, right. When I actually moved to Oklahoma, we were trying to do our first flip. And our first flip turned into, oh, we're spending instead of $50,000, 100000 on this rehab, which didn't make sense to sell anymore. So we ended up making it our rental. And that's actually our rental that cash flows the most because it's so nice. <laughs> but so we haven't done anything other than rentals. We want to get more into short-term rentals and flips. But right now, like our niche is long-term rentals, and we like to acquire them with creative financing. So we've done literally everything. We've used my husband's 401k. We've used like lines of credit in different versions of them, private money, hard money, conventional loans, commercial loans, commercial lines of credit. So literally seller finance, like we've done pretty much everything that you could think of to try and acquire these properties. And then depending on either if we want to refinance them, like if we bought them with a line of credit, then we have to refinance in order to pay back that line Mm -hmm. of credit. So then we'll do like the BRR method, right? Which what I call is like the line of credit with the BRR method. So then you end up refinancing it, paying back the line of credit that you used or the private money or whatever, and then you know you cash flow whatever you cash flow after that. Right now our properties are all on twenty-year commercial loans, but I would like to move to get them under thirty years because you know twenty years eats up your cash flow.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. But yeah. There's something you mentioned I wanted to kind of dig into. And you, you when we were talking about your business model, you said we're doing buy and hold long term rentals because we want to create generational wealth. Let's kind of dig into that. What are your guys' goals? What are you striving for? You're obviously making sacrifices, you know, living in Oklahoma, doing these kind of, I don't say live in flips, but you know, you're in there every day (laughs) doing the work yourself. So, what's your guys' driving factor? What's motivating you guys?
2: Honestly, our families like I mentioned before, you know, my family comes from Mexico and half of my family is still in Mexico. The other half is here. So my husband and I don't have kids. We don't know if we will have kids, but we have nieces and nephews, cousins and family and grandma and mothers and parents and dads, you know, so like we want to build generational wealth in terms of like, we don't want just us to benefit from it. We want to have the rest of our family to also be able to benefit from that. And so at first, when we started, we talked about this when I finally like got convinced by my husband, we started talking about this to our families and they were just like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, no, you do your thing. But they weren't really like believing us. And now that we're, you know, three plus years in, we've got like 11 doors and, you know, we're doing pretty okay. They're like, oh, okay." So now they want to want to like be part of it they want to be part of it. So like yesterday we had a call with my husband's aunt and she's like, I want to be a private lender for you guys. Cool. You know, I had a call with my husband this morning and he's like, Hey, my dad wants to invest like 50 K. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so, like Now go. they want to be a part of it. And I want to get to a point where we can share that wealth with them. Obviously it's taking time and I feel like it will take some time and I don't see it happening in tomorrow or the next year. I think it'll take, five to 10 years for us to get to a point where it's like the entire family benefit from what we're doing. And we're also trying to bring it to our families. Like my handyman, he's actually my husband's cousin. So we told him about it. We're like, you know what, this could be a great opportunity. I'm actually in the process of building my own remodeling company. And so I'm like, I, you know, if you come on, you know, like we can make this into something really big. And he ended up moving from California to Oklahoma with his fiance. And I mean, so far, that they're enjoying it, but he's been doing really well. And I'm excited to see like where he could be in five years. So that's also how we're trying to spread it to the family.
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure. What it was like for me, I'm sure is what it was like for you, Belen. And that's when you set down this path of financial independence, you know, you might have a lot of people out there at first being like, what are you doing? You're gonna move into a triplex and you're gonna move to Oklahoma and do these houses. What are you doing? You know, not only from family, but friends as well, right? So talk about that peer group and what kind of support you had, or maybe people, you know, trying to pull you down and then how you've since gone on. And you know, I know you're part of uh, us, different tribes and mentor groups. Talk about that, if you will.
2: Yeah. So when we first started, especially a couple of my husband's friends, they were like, just mocking us, making fun. And they still do to this day, which is fine. Um, (laughs) And my group friend or my friend's were actually very supportive and encouraging. And they were like, yeah, you know, do your thing. They didn't really understand it. They didn't really like care for me to talk about it, but they were encouraging in terms of like my Instagram. And, you know, they're always like saying, yes, you know, go do your thing. And then we had our family members. Some of them were like, oh, okay, that sounds great. Other ones were like, oh, are you sure you want to do that? Like when I quit being a corrections officer, they were like, oh, you worked so hard to get there. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. But now I'm going a different path. And then they're like, well, you're not going to be able to come back that easy. I'm like, I know. And so there was a lot of that. Like, well, are you sure? Especially coming from a background where you don't talk about real estate investing. You talk about getting an education, getting a W-2, you know, working until you retire and then you die. (laughs) That's my background, right? Like that's the American dream for the typical Mexican. Like you come here and you get a good job. And unfortunately, if I would have stayed in California, I would have needed more than one, than just one job, especially if I would have had kids, I would have needed multiple jobs or two jobs at least to live a comfortable life versus now, like, I don't have to worry about having multiple jobs. I do work 24 seven, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping it's temporary.
1: <laughs> yeah, the equivalent of three jobs, yeah, but
2: no, no big much. deal. <laughs> but. We definitely had the differences in groups of people that some were encouraging, others were like questioning it and others made fun of it. Now that we're three plus years in, I feel like they kind of see what we're doing. And like I said, they're getting a little bit more interested in it and they want to invest with us. So we've had to work really hard to build that reputation. And I think my Instagram has really helped with that because they know that I'm literally physically invested in the business as well as like, I talk about everything, right? Like I talk about like, oh, you know, we bought this house, this blah, blah, blah. And this is how much it refinanced for. And I was able to pay everybody back. And so I think that really helps because people can actually see, okay, she's actually doing something, her and her husband, maybe I can invest with her.
1: <laughs> Almost letting your actions speak for your results. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: You did mention about masterminds, right? And so...
1: Yeah, let's talk yes, about that. Yes,
2: because honestly, it has changed my entire like real estate journey, joining a mastermind. When we started, again, it was just me and my husband. We were struggling to do everything on our own. And then in October of 2020, my husband and I were going to Tennessee, and I ended up DMing Felipe Mejia. I don't, I'm sure you know him. Yeah. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, hey, you don't know me, but I'm going to be in Tennessee. And then he ended up doing a meetup during that week. And I told him, I'm like, you should do it this day because I'll be in Tennessee, Nashville that day. So he ended up doing it that day. I don't know if it was for me or not, but he did it on that day. Let's mission, say it was, right? yeah. And when we got there, you know, my goal was to make sure that he knew who I was, make sure that he knew my name. I was trying to talk to him, trying to talk to everybody that was there. And then the next day, you know me, I mean? I was still trying to like build that relationship with him. And I told him, I was like, well, you know, my husband and I want some tacos. I don't know if you know a place here in Nashville that has good tacos. So then he said, oh, I could take you guys out for lunch. And I was like, yes, I'm in. <laughs> so we went out to lunch and then he mentioned that he was starting a mastermind. He's like, it's called Rat Race to You know, I'm not trying to sell you anything, but this is what I'm doing with it. And my husband and I were definitely very interested. We ended up signing up that same day, like an hour later. and like everything has completely changed since I've now, I have a community that I can go to. We go to events, to retreats, to conferences, and that has allowed me to build my network. So now I'm able to say, yeah, you know what? You need help with short-term rentals. Here's my friend, Diana, who I met through rat race. You know, you need help with blah, blah, blah. Here's, you know, and so it has been incredible having them as a support system. And since we joined them in October, 2020, we acquired two properties under sell of finances. We acquired another one under a commercial line of credit and then another one under hard money. And then, and, you know, and so on and so on. Where it's like, now we've yeah. got the confidence, the encouragement to do more and to be more creative in terms of how we are financing these properties. And it's just been amazing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, it kind of goes back to that old saying, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Uh, you know, the Jim Rohn quote. <laughs> and I think it's so true. You know, if you've got people who are around you who are doing things that you aspire to do, who are maybe a few steps ahead of you, I think that's really valuable in your journey, right? You know, getting on a Zoom call like this, you know, and getting to, you know, be around people who are in the world that you want to be in and are who are doing the things you want to do is been important to my journey. I know, and it sounds like it has been to yours as well.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
1: And that mastermind is called Rat Race to Five. Five being financial independence, right? That's by Felipe and Diego Corzo. Diego has been on the podcast before. So if that name sounds familiar, you've either seen him on social media or here on the podcast. Great guy too. So yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yes. And honestly, both of them, they're our mentors. And I wouldn't have chosen different mentors because they're great.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Belen, you've uh, you know have been doing this single family... DIY, fixing a hold model in Oklahoma for a while. What's next for you? Are you going to scale and grow that up to a significant giant portfolio? Are you going to transition to different asset classes? You kind of touched on, you're interested in the short-term model, maybe some flipping. What's the future look like?
2: Yeah, so definitely still interested in short-term rentals as well as flipping. If the opportunity comes, we'll definitely do that. But my focus has shifted a little bit. I'm definitely more focused on building my remodeling company. I'm actually starting to work with other investors in the area. I want to focus solely on working with investors. I think that nothing wrong about homeowners, but they're always gonna have a lot of different ideas. They're gonna be very picky. And I know the investor side, right? Like I know how much things cost. I know how much, you know, how where the budget can be worked if the budget is kind of low. Like things like that. It's like, I want to work with investors to help them. And because I've struggled so much to get a general contractor or to find a good general contractor, I want to provide that for, for other investors. And so definitely focused on growing my business this year and moving forward. And then my husband and I want to start getting into maybe some multifamily. We have a potential deal. Hopefully I'm not jinxing it by talking about it. But we have a potential deal where there's this commercial property that would be great if we were to convert it into apartments. And so we've been kind of figuring out how to go about that. So I've had a meeting with a city or a development inspector, he from the city, and he's giving me like a lot of insight of like what I need to do to move forward. And so we're kind of in that like, okay, what do I need to do? Who do I ask the right questions to process before we decide like, okay, we're moving and going to actually do this. But definitely thinking bigger. I think we've kind of outgrown Ponca City a little bit in terms of the pool of possibilities here. So we're thinking more Oklahoma City, maybe Tulsa, and then who knows, maybe like move on to a different state. But for now, Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, we can't talk to Oklahoma too much here because people are going to come to it and you and I need to keep it for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, you're so right, you're listening right. listening to this, right. so don't listen to us. It's
2: not Oklahoma, I'm just kidding. No, it doesn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Belinda, it's been a fun conversation. I think your journey is very relatable to a lot of people out there. And that is, you know, we all start somewhere and most of us start from zero, from not knowing anything about real estate investing. So it's really cool to see your journey from that very first house hack triplex to making the commitment and moving across the country. And becoming a DIY legit <laughs> expert, I mean, you can walk in a property now and figure out what it needs, how to estimate it, and then go do it. So, I mean, those are some pretty awesome skill sets that you've acquired in a few years. And I think there's a lot of people out there that would follow you and, you know, look to follow in your footsteps. So thanks so much for sharing your journey. Of course. I want to wrap up as we're ending this with a lightning round, just a series of questions we ask every one of our guests. Are you up for it? I am. Let's go. All right. The first question is what was your biggest hurdle getting started investing in real estate? And then what'd you do to overcome that?
2: Uh, believing. <laughs> I yeah. think my biggest hurdle was believing that it could actually do something for us. My husband literally took him, I think like almost a year to try and convince me like, Hey, you should get involved. Cause I was always encouraged, like encouraging of him, but I wasn't involved until like about a year later. And I was like, "Okay." Let's do this together and then make a difference. So definitely that was my biggest hurdle was believing.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Do you have a personal habit that contributes to your success?
2: Yes. So this year I've been focusing a lot on personal well-being, And so just yoga has been my greatest asset right now because I get so tired uh, physically and emotionally and mentally <laughs> that has really helped me to kind of Regain energy for the next day, and that's how I've been trying to stay motivated and energized for every day. Yeah,
1: cool. Do you have an online resource you find valuable in your day to day? YouTube. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: as a DIYer, YouTube for sure. This morning it was on it. Yeah. I was like, ah, I need to install this shower pan today. How do I do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can learn anything on YouTube. Absolutely. Well, Belen, do you have a book recommendation that you would recommend to listeners? And if so, why?
2: Yes. So Set for Life by Trench Mm. Scott definitely was the first book that I read that I was like, although I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Set for Life was the one that really got me to start thinking differently in terms of like, oh, I do need to save. I do need to help my husband. I do need to do this. So that's the book that I recommend to everybody. I think Rich Dad, Poor Dad is such a great book for mindset shift, but I didn't have an issue with mindset. I had an issue with like. How do I do this? Right. So that one for sure.
1: Yeah. That's Set for Life by Scott Trench, who is the CEO of (laughs) Big. He won't mind. (laughs) We'll give him a shout out. There you go. Set for Life by Scott Trench. He's the CEO of Bigger Pockets. He's been on the podcast as well. Great guy and great book. Very, you're right. Very practical step by step. Here's how to build wealth and become set for life. Right. Belen, last question in the lightning round. If you were to go back and give advice to your 20-year-old self to get started investing in real estate, what would you tell 20-year-old Belen?
2: I would tell her to look up Jovan Caballero, (laughs) my husband. Oh, (laughs) the husband.
1: (laughs) Shout out to (laughs) Jovan.
2: No, um, honestly, I would tell myself to focus less on the things that I thought mattered and focus more on things that I thought were never possible.
1: So, Well, awesome. Belen, it's been a fun conversation. As we're wrapping up here, you're very big on social media. Is that the best place where people can reach out to you, follow you? Yes. Connect with you?
2: Absolutely. So follow me at Belen underscore the underscore builder. Go ahead and shoot me a DM. And you know if I don't get back to you in like one or two days, it's because I'm a little bit busy, but I will try my best to get back as soon as possible
1: awesome. Belen, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Good luck in the future. Good luck with all your projects. Let's get you back on sometime to talk about that expansion into these other markets. (laughs) Sounds great. Thank you, Jacob. All right. Thanks so much.
0: You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire.